Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. It is our final morning buzzcast of the year, and we have a lot of news. We've got soccer, tennis, golf, basketball, and of course, college football. This is your morning buzzcast for Wednesday, December 30th, and I'm Abe Madcore. Good morning. Hope everybody is doing well and getting ready for a few days off. Let's start with soccer because MLS and its Players Association are now set to negotiate another collective bargaining agreement after MLS informed the union yesterday that it will invoke the force majeure clause prompted by the coronavirus's impact on the league. We've talked on the Buzzcast prior about how impacted MLS has been by no fans in the stands. And so yesterday they informed the union that they are going to now reopen the collective bargaining agreement. If both sides do not reach an agreement by the end of January, of course, the current CBA, which was agreed upon in February but never ratified by both sides, could be terminated. And that, of course, could lead to a work stoppage. Although league sources tell the athletic changes are more of a modification to the CBA rather than tearing it up and starting over. But MLS Deputy Commissioner Mark Abbott noted the deep losses that MLS has suffered, saying that the league and the clubs lost nearly a billion dollars in 2020. And remember, the league is very reliant on game day revenue. They do not have a large media rights deal. So now we know that any type of CBA negotiations are going to be tricky. They will have to do this quickly because they're trying to start their season in March. This is a key story to watch because of all the major leagues, I've always felt MLS certainly the most impacted by the coronavirus and the most vulnerable because of no game day revenue. So CBA negotiations ready to start up again for MLS and its players union. Staying with soccer, EPL clubs have reportedly discussed a two-week cooling-off break in January because of the COVID-19 outbreaks across the UK. The EPL clubs will increase testing in January among clubs with the plan to bring testing to two times a week across the board. Most leagues in the United States are testing far more frequently than that. But the move comes as the EPL announced the highest number of positive results since testing protocols resumed at the end of August. But the bottom line is that the EPL still has not managed COVID-19 and may take a two-week cooling off period in January while they start increasing their testing frequency. Now going to tennis. I remember last year when the BNP Paravas Open at Indian Wells was canceled. That was one of the first indicators to me that the COVID-19 threat was incredibly serious because it was one of the first major events in the United States to be canceled. And it's one of the biggest tennis tournaments in the United States. Well, I've been hearing over the last month that it was in jeopardy again, and yesterday that became true as Indian Wells was postponed again, most likely until late 2021. The ATP and the WTA did not announce a substitute date 
but hope to do so in the next coming weeks or months. Again, this is a major tournament. Always kicks off the tennis season in the United States. Larry Ellison is known for putting on one of the best events in all of sports. Last year it was canceled. Now it's postponed to later 2021. You have to feel for the people at Indian Wells. Now let's go to golf where the Masters yesterday said it is delaying its ticketing process for the 2021 championship as it looks to bring spectators on the course for the first major of the year. Hard to believe there's only 100 days until the first round of the Masters, which is scheduled to start April 8th. The club hopes to make a decision about its ticketing process by the end of January. Shifting over to basketball, the Athletic is reporting that the NBA G League is focused on a bubble environment in Orlando at the Disney campus. So that's where they would play their 2021 season, tipping off tentatively on February 8th. The G League is expected to play a 12-15 to game schedule from a bubble at the Disney campus in Orlando. I found this interesting. Tonight, the Dallas Mavericks opened their home schedule, and the number of fans inside American Airlines Center tonight for the Mavericks, zero. On January 22nd, the Stars will begin their home schedule, and the number of fans inside American Airlines Center could reach 5,000 for a Stars game. So no fans for the Mavericks, up to 5,000 fans for the Stars, same arena. Mavericks owner Mark Cuban told the Fort Worth Star-Telegram he just does not feel good about having fans in the venue with the COVID cases where they are in that region. Meanwhile, Dallas Stars president Brad Alberts said that they are letting their season ticket holders opt in or opt out. And he said the overwhelming percentage of their season ticket holders say they want to go to the game. So interesting juxtaposition there in Dallas between the Mavericks and the Stars. Shifting over to college football, two more college bowl games today. One right here in Sports Business Journal's hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina. There's the Duke's Mayo Bowl at noon. Later, there's the Goodyear Cotton Bowl at 8 p.m., both games again on ESPN. Meanwhile, the Texas Bowl was canceled after TCU saw a COVID-19 spike within its program. The game was set to feature TCU, Arkansas, on New Year's Eve, becoming the 19th bowl game to be canceled. Staying with college football, ESPN analyst Kirk Herbstreet and Greg McElroy both announced yesterday that they have tested positive for COVID-19. Kirk Herbstreet says he has plans to call the CFP semifinal between number two Clemson and number three Ohio State from his home. So his plan is to continue to call that game. Meanwhile, McElroy will miss his assignments for the Cotton Bowl and the Rose Bowl. So we're sorry to hear that. And like I said, this is our last buzzcast for 2020. You know, as we all reflect on the past year, we all know the many challenges the sports industry face. But 2020 also saw our industry work tirelessly to innovate and collaborate. And I thought we all witnessed the sports business show incredible resolve in the face of immense challenges. You know, even here at SBJ, we've been forced to reimagine our business while remaining committed to keeping all of you informed and connected. You know, I know we look forward to continuing to serve you. And so from all of us here at SBJ, we all wish you a very happy new year. Here's to the promise of a very brighter 2021. I know we appreciate you listening to Morning Buzzcast. We appreciate your support. I'm Abe Madcore signing off for the Morning Buzzcast for 2020. Happy new year, everybody.
Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.